everybody, whether you're the president of a company or the paperboy, everybody has the exact same amount of time. You and I both have 24 hours a day. No more, no less. The question is, what do you do with your time? Real quick, my friends, go get my new book. It's called The Power to Publish. And it's at the top of the page of zbooks.co at the link, my new book. And it's going to help you with all of your self-publishing needs. Okay, back to that podcast. Howdy, friends. It's me, Eric Z of zbooks.co, your ebook doctor and marketing specialist for authors and writers. Now, listen to me. I got a question just a while ago about Instafreebie versus voracious readers. And long story short, they're both very good. However, voracious readers is better if you want reviews. Voracious readers and Larry Fronzek actually actively go out and tell their readers to review your book. So if you want reviews, Voracious Readers is better. However, both Instafreebie and Voracious Readers are going to get you hundreds of subscribers at about 20 cents per lead or subscriber. So very good. So check out this question down here. Can you do multiple giveaways with Prolific Works? Instafreebie, they've, been, they've changed their names to Prolific Works now. And can you make a video about an email to send to subscribers, what to say, etc.? So I'm going to show you those two things right now, my friends. Check it out. Prolific Works. Very cool. Um, with Prolific Works, it's more about collaborating and giveaways with other authors. And it's really fun. So you go there. This is my dashboard. And you can see all of the books. Now, uh, I do not recommend it for um, kids' books. Kids' books are very tough uh, to market on lists and promotion websites. Uh, so, however, for science fiction, romance, all of the other adult stuff, really, really good. So this is Prolific Works, formerly called InstaFreebie. And then you go to um, your group giveaways. And so this is the answer to your first question. Yes, look at all the giveaways I'm in. And, and these two at the same time, you should as, enter as many giveaways as possible. Now, the thing is, you don't actually have to search. They will send you an email. What you do is, when you, when you, when you start your profile here, they will ask you what type of author you are. And then you'll get emails from them saying, hey, this group giveaway is open, join it. And then you go join it. You just ask, you send them an email, and um, yeah, that's about it. So then you will get you will get hundreds of subscribers. I can't show you because that's you know you're not allowed to see all the emails and stuff. Uh, I will show you in a minute though my email software answering the second part of your question. Okay, so Insta Freebie really really cool, and let's see some group giveaways. Oh, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, let's see, join a group giveaway. This is how you join, but I want to show you, let's see this. Let's see if they'll automatically. Yeah, so then you view the details of this giveaway. Am I not already in that? Okay, maybe not. So let's join this giveaway right away. So first contact, 
by the Prolific Works team. There's always giveaways, three or four giveaways per month. And okay, see, some people have already. So all you do is join this group giveaway. And yeah, and then just say, hi, team. I think my book, Korean, would be a perfect fit. Eric, right? So then join. And you'll probably get an email in about 24 hours from the team. Oh, so this is where they help you collaborate with other authors. And other authors will indeed write stuff for your book the more you participate. So I really love InstaFreebie. Okay, so then you can write a blurb. The problem is you, you haven't seen them. So a lot of times, you know, you can just say, hey, nice cover, something like that. Okay, I'm going to cancel that right now. And in about 24 hours, I'll get an email from the Prolific Works team. And they'll, they'll most likely say yes. They always say yes if your book fits the genre and the giveaway. However, sometimes it's not the Prolific Works team. Sometimes it's another author or something, and they might actually reject you. And that's lame. So let's preview this giveaway. This is what a giveaway looks like. You, you can share this banner to your Facebook page, Twitter, etc., And it's really cool. And then you will get a bunch of su subscribers. So I highly recommend InstaFreebie. It's about 20 bucks a month. However, pro voracious readers is better if you want reviews. Now there's nothing to show here because what you do is you sign up and the probably the CEO, Larry Fronzek, will get in touch with you and then they'll start promoting your book to their list, which is just as big as InstaFreebie. You'll get about, oh, at least 20 subscribers per month minimum. And they will actively get the subscribers to review your book. They will send the, uh, what do you call it? The reminder emails for you. So I got my first three reviews for this science fiction book through voracious readers. So, and not InstaFreebie, okay? They work totally different. Uh, voracious readers is really set and forget, really cool. There's no collaboration with other authors. There's no giveaways and banners and stuff like that, which I, I actually like that. That's fun too, meeting other authors in your genre. But uh, voracious readers is really set and forget. It's much easier. You just sign up. And then in the first month, if they're not having luck with your book, they'll refund you the first $20. Both of them are about $20 a month. They're both almost exactly the same price. So that was really cool. I got a refund from uh, Voracious Readers in the first month because there were no reviews, not because they didn't get enough subscribers. I got at least 50 subscribers in the first month, easy. So both of these services are gonna deliver you 20 to 30, 40 per month easily. However, with InstaFreebie Prolific Works, you really have to be engaged. You really have to join all of those group giveaways and share them. With voracious readers, it's just set and forget. They do everything for you and they even remind the subscribers to review your book. And I actually got a refund on the first month because there were no reviews on my book. So I can't speak highly enough of voracious readers. Very good. Okay, but there's nothing to show you here. You just give them your email and your book, and then you watch your email inbox all of the subscribers coming in. Isn't that cool? So really, Voracious Readers is number one for me. Okay, so, okay, what do you do now? Second part of the questions. What do I say to my, to my readers? 
So first of all, let me recommend The Art of Email Marketing by Andre Chaperone. Now you can't get his course for free anymore. I got Autoresponder Madness for free and it's very, very good. And I got all the emails and everything. This is a good second best. Go to tinylittlebusiness.com email-marketing-course, okay? It's a good overview. But now I'm gonna show you the exact thing. So in the beginning, I was testing InstaFreebie prolific works versus voracious readers versus Facebook lead ads. And you can't really see a good, a good one here. Hyperion from Facebook. Hyperion Insta Freebie Boys. I was segregating the lists as much as possible to show you the differences. Hyperion Insta Freebie Girls, Voracious Girls. So Hyperion is the name of my new novel. So you can see that I got, you can kind of see here that I got almost the same amount of subscribers between Insta Freebie and Voracious Readers. And uh, long story short, the deal was that Insta Freebie and Voracious Readers, the subscribers you get are just as engaged. They will open almost all of your emails. Very similar, very similar. I found the Voracious Readers a little bit more engaged. However, it's like 99% women in Voracious Readers. So there's pluses and minuses in both platforms, okay? Facebook lead ads at 50%, 50 cents per lead was the best I could get it down to was 30% active readers. So not very good considering you're paying 50 cents per lead and only 30% of them are active. When you're, you're buying uh, Insta Freebie, Prolific Works and Voracious Readers, you're paying only $20 a month, about 20 cents per lead. And they're like 80% active. You get all of the, 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 the opt-ins you get are all good. With Facebook, they're not all good, okay? So Facebook lead ads, forget them. There's no absolutely no reason to do them if as long as there's voracious readers and Insta Freebie, prolific works. So that's that. Now, let me show you the automations. By the way, this is my new favorite email service, sendfox.com. You can get them for a lifetime, lifetime product price of $50, no subscriptions, nothing, okay? Automation. So this is what happens when they get on my list. Now, you know, with most opt-ins, you have to get them on your list and then you can have double opt-in or single opt-in. Double opt-in means that they, they give them your email and you know what? I'm gonna have to show you this for a second. Okay, for you beginners out there, Somebody joins your list through your web, uh, your landing page for your book. Great. Now there's double opt-in and single opt-in. Double opt-in means they get a mail that says, did you join this list? Confirm your email. And then they have to hit yes. Single opt-in means they put their, your, their email in the box and that's it. Then they just get your first welcome email, for example. Now, I think SendFox is only single opt-in, but I'm using single opt-in and making my own confirmation sequence myself. And it is much better 
than the others. Now, most people would think, oh, double opt-in is better. No, how about triple and quadruple opt-in? I'm going to show you that. Automation number one. Uh, let's, let's go to automations first. Okay, so it's kind of hard to see here. When you opt into this email list, what happens is you go to Hyperion All First Stage. Then if they pass the first stage, which is my, my confirmation stage, then they go to the, the second stage, which is kind of like the normal email sequence. So let me show you that and why I do that. Now, when they join the list, if you're doing this, uh, like with MailerLite, my second favorite software, if you are using their native double opt-in confirmation thing, they're getting an email from MailerLite, for example, that says, hey, did you opt in in this email list? And then they have to hit yes. However, they only get one. With mine, they get one, two, three, four. So one welcome email and three reminders. And if every one of them is nine hours apart. So if they opt into my list, they get email number one. If they don't open it or don't click on anything, they get email number two, first reminder. If they don't open that one, they get email number three, second reminder, and so on until they get in, in all four emails. So this is like quadruple opt-in. What happens is you get way more people onto your list than if you only had double opt-in because you're sending a reminder to the people that did not open your confirmation or reminder. And then you're sending a reminder to people that did not open your reminder, you see? So you get way more. Maybe it's hard to put a number on it. So check it out. I sent 309. 40% opened my very first email, okay? So then 205 of them got the first reminder, 20% opened. 165 that did not open got the next reminder, another 20% opened. And so on until the fourth one. You see, I could put five, six, seven reminders in here. So this is much better than double opt-in because you're going to get more readers onto your list. And because I'm in Germany, I put them nine hours apart. So first email sent instantly once they opt in to my opt-in page right there. Boom. They get the first one. Nine hours later, in case they're in a different time zone, the next reminder. Nine hours later, next reminder. Nine hours later, next reminder. I have a lot of international readers, so I figured nine hours is the best period to hit all time zones. Okay? So this is my patented, benchmarked welcome schemata. Now I'm going to show you the mails themselves. Okay? Before I get to that, I have to mention one important thing. Did you notice here I have on email open, add contact to the next stage. I also have on email click, add contact to the next stage because there are still people out there that are using Microsoft Outlook 
and other services where you can preview the email without opening it. And you can read the whole email. I used to do this at my day job. We were forced to use Microsoft ugh, and Outlook. And anyway, so I used to do that to piss off my my coworkers, you know, never open their emails just in case they have a notification built in, you know, so just always preview the email and I could click on all the links and read the whole email without opening it. So this is also very important to build this into all of your, all of your um, email welcoming sequences, the confirmation sequence, which I call the first stage. Uh, so, okay, now first email, finally. Here we go. Now this is um, a soap opera sequence. The purpose is to get your new subscriber to know, like, and trust you. Uh, and this is perfect for writers because this is a writing podcast and that's what this is about. This is perfect for introverts, not heavy on video, but heavy on writing for readers. So this is all, this is very, very good. Andre Chaperon's The Art of Email Marketing is perfect for introverts and writers. So the point is you write a story, you're an author, right? You should be good at writing a story. You better get good at it, okay? If you can't write a good email sequence, how are you gonna write a good story? This is what is funny, how authors don't know what to write to their readers. Write them a story. It works perfect. Storytelling in your emails, in your YouTube videos, in any marketing will get you more engagement and more sales. It has been proven, okay? I, I can link to those videos some other times, but you can look up, uh, I don't know what his name is, Sean Cannell and Tom Morks, and I, I don't remember the specific video. So the first video, uh, the first email is set up so that if they open it, they go to the next stage. If they click any link, they go to the next stage. And I'm telling them about myself. I'm making a, up a little bit of a story how I drive across Northern Germany. And this is where I got all of the inspiration for this. So they're, 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 they're looking at my, my area They're They're getting, um, uh, a little hint of my writing style, which they should have already done in the free ebook that I offered them, which is up here. Also, big, big deal. Every email you write should have an action. Doesn't matter what. Just, just have them answer your email even. You don't have to have links. You can just say, please, you know, hey, what's, what's your number one question? Answer this email. I answer all my emails, okay? So no matter what, every email has to have a call to action. Doesn't have to have a link, which is better, but a call to action. If no links, then say, hey, answer this email. Tell me what your biggest question is. So, but I start off right away. I'm not your normal author you actually get involved. This is the big deal for authors is trying to engage their readers, get them involved. I have them vote. Which name do they like best for the heroine? Not the drug, the girl, the, the female hero. There's gonna be a female hero and they get to vote on it. This leads to 
my Facebook page. Let's see. Sack. Now, and um, people are now leaving comments on my Facebook page. So I super duper recommend you do the same thing. I'm also probably going to pivot to YouTube because Facebook is not a search engine. YouTube is. So I, I think I'm preferring YouTube right now. That's something else. If you're an advanced SEO type, you know this, and then you should use YouTube for sure. If you're not, then you can go ahead and use Facebook and Facebook Live. So if you're going to use Facebook, use Facebook Go Live. Okay. However, Facebook's not a search engine and people will find your videos, your author videos in YouTube more than in Facebook. So I will probably be posting my videos on YouTube from now on and getting my readers to go to YouTube. Now, that's email number one. They get the same exact email four times. Remember the automation? Wait a second. That, that it, I'm in the automation here. So remember, try to tell them a story, the story of where you live, your life, what's around you, what inspired you. Get them to vote on something, on the cover, on the, on the hero's names, something, anything. It doesn't matter even if you already know. I already know what I'm going to name my hero, okay? But there was another girl in the story, and so I, I used those two names, right? So I'm, I'm not going to change the name anyway. In the beginning, I might have, but the point is get them to vote on anything. Anything doesn't matter. And if, and if you don't have anything to vote on, then just ask them to answer your email. Every email has to condition for the click, okay? Rule number one, okay? So save that, and then I'm going to show you each email looks exactly the same. It's just a reminder, hey, did you get this? And use things like this, like the eyeballs and what do you call it? Um, grams. What are those things called? Emojis, emojis. Rule number one, actually, in email marketing is the headline is everything because that's what gets them to open the email. So I use their first name. You can set that up in your automation, contact first name like that. And these funny emojis, hi, first name, did you see this? And it's the exact same email. And they get it four times. I'm probably going to add six more to this because as you see, they uh, every time I get more readers. So this is way better than double confirmation and that's built into MailChimp and MailerLite and every, almost every email service. Okay, so that's the first email. If they open or click these emails, which they get four times, then they go to the next sequence. And now this is the next question is, well, how often should I send an email? If you are running up to a book launch in the next 30 days, every day, 30 days, 30 emails every day, okay? If you're lollygagging like me, because I have other books and this book launch is gonna be at the end of this year, if at all, then maybe every week. The point is uh, your readers are engaged in the beginning, the first two weeks, that's where you really gotta sell them your next book. So if you don't have any books to sell, then make some <laughs> to sell right away, okay? Okay, so then the next, 
the next one is is along the same lines as you can see i have a delay of 72 hours i tell them funny stories did you know in in in, in a joke why did the pharaoh cross the road because the french gave him a passport so sounds crazy doesn't it it's true the french gave king ramsay's mummy a passport <laughs> he's three thousand years old they gave him a passport so that they could transport the mummy uh back to egypt or or to france to to some scientists that needed to to help the mummy it was it was rotting and they had to preserve it so find funny stories keep your 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 list engaged and then uh it, all sorts of stuff here just hit reply to this email remember get them to get them to be engaged now remember i i got them to vote in the first email i hope they voted and i'm hinting at the next email in this email because they want to see the results so you as an author know how to build tension right you know about cliffhangers and you know you're supposed to end each chapter of each book, not necessarily with a cliffhanger, but with a curiosity gap to keep them turning the pages. You can overdo it and piss people off, but not in emails. You can make the most killer cliffhanger in the email. They say you shouldn't do it too much in the book, but I don't know that end each chapter with the curiosity gap and the same thing with email and each email with foreshadowing of the next one. And I would love to know what you liked. So email me here, another one asking them, and I have another secret coming for you in the next email. Okay. So not only are they going to get the results, but they're also going to get the next secret. And this is tough. You've, you, you've got to write all this stuff, but that's what you should do, okay? And uh, I really need to get cracking on this book because you don't want your list to go cold, as they say. They're warm right now. You don't want them to go cold. Let's see what I got for the third email. That was the second one. No, wait, that was that one, wasn't it? Ah, then I give them what I promised. More stuff and more, you know, Try to be interesting, tell stories, and always call to action at the, at, the, at, at the end. I made a video for you here, et cetera, et cetera. I'll tell you about it in the next email. Oh, and here's a video for you to watch too, okay? This is um, not just Andre Chaperone, but it's just good. <laughs> you have to do this and try to tell a story, okay? So let's see. I don't, this is the end of my sequence. I'm late. I have to get going. Okay. Uh, so, ah, the results that now I finally give them the results that I promised and I let them vote again. I recommend some books when you're, when you start petering out on ideas, recommend books. Hmm. This looks like I didn't even finish it. Okay, my friends. Anyways, you get the idea. I hope that answered your questions. I've got work to do. Uh, I'm writing more emails in my book lately, but I have other books too. Uh, so I need to get cracking. So number one, quadruple opt-in. 
make sure you remind your readers to open that first email. If they don't open your fourth reminder, then kick them off your list because you're paying for those email softwares, right? SendFox is a one-time payment, $50 for the rest of your life for 5,000 subscribers. I highly recommend SendFox right now. Uh, number two, condition for the click. Make sure every email has an ask like, hey, what do you like about my book? Hey, will you review my book? At the end of each email, foreshadow the next one. Curiosity gap. Number three, most important, your headlines have to get them to open it. So do weird stuff in your headlines. You have to stand out and use your contact's first name in every email. All right, my friends, I hope that answered your questions. And if you have any more, please put them down there in the comments. And I look forward to seeing you at the top. Okay, my friends, if you like that podcast, then remember to go to zbooks.co and go get all the materials to start your authoring career. We have a seven-day challenge every week, so there's no excuse to not finish your book. And remember, please go to iTunes and upvote this podcast and Google Play. Okay, I look forward to seeing you at the top.